what's up, everybody? Welcome back, man. So glad to have you here. I took a week off and I missed being here, but I'm back. I'm like bad money. I just keep turning up again. And we welcome you once again to the Musician's Cafe. Come on inside. Make sure you, you tip your bartenders and waitresses. They're working real hard out there. Grab a seat inside, outside. It don't matter. We got plenty of room. And uh, join us for another episode. My name's Brian Dick, and I'm here with my co-host, a man who can turn a river to a raging fire and live forever, if he so desires. Chris, the temptation gray. Chris, man, how are you feeling, brother? I'm good. I'm good. It's Wednesday. It's August. That means another full month of Musicians Cafe for all you guys out there. Thank you so much for listening. We always love your support, and we love hearing back from you guys. So, man, uh, it's been a hell of a ride so far, hasn't it? It has. It's been great. It's been kind of a wild week, too. We had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and we had some people come to the rescue for us. We appreciate that, Chris. Why don't you give them a shout-out and let everybody know who we got here. That's right. So uh, if you heard the episode last week, uh, you might you may be expecting Low Water Bridge Band. Uh, don't worry, Low Water Bridge Band will be on. I reached out to uh, my buddy Jack Dunlap, and he is here. Uh, and for episode 57, we have Jack Dunlap as well as Robert Mabe to make up Dunlap and Mabe. Yeah, man. Guys, welcome to the high-tech studios we have here. <laughs> How are y'all doing today? We're good. Doing good. Thank yeah, you. Thanks awesome. for having us in here in this amazing studio. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It's professional. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, for making the move to come out. Um, I know that you guys have been on our menu uh, many, many times. You guys are busy around the Winchester area. We're excited to hear from you. Uh, y'all brought your guitar and banjo, and we're super excited about that. It is a first for Musicians Cafe to have a banjo on the show. Yes. Oh, so, man. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> it's a lot of right? pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love when we have live music. It's awesome. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, folks, before we get started with, with the Dunlap and Mabe, we're going to go through this menu here real quick and let everybody know what's going on. Get a pen, get a pencil, whatever, write it down, because you got to go see some live music this weekend for sure. Going to start at my friends, Chris and Mike, um, Chris and the guys down there at Tally Ho. And they've got this weekend on uh, Friday night is My Best Friend's Girl. That's a Cars tribute band. You know, Chris, that's a band that just doesn't get enough love anymore, I think. I love the Cars. They were so cool. Me too. I love the Cars, you know. On Saturday night, Trial by Fire, Journey tribute band. They've been around a bunch of times, but uh, I know they always draw a crowd. So make sure you get a chance to go out and see them. This one I thought was pretty cool, Chris. I don't know if you know this or not, or any guys sitting around the table here. Hollywood Casino on Saturday night has Alter Bridge. I don't know if anybody's I don't think that. so. You don't remember that? Ultra? Remember Alter, Alter Bridge, guys? You ever heard of that? No. All right, so that was the fallout of the band Creed. Do you all remember Creed? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, yeah. so Can the, you take me? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so Scott, uh, Scott Stapp you know, stepped away from Creed. It kind of fell apart right there. They picked up um, um, Miles. Help me, I'm losing it. But anyway, uh, Kennedy, Miles, Miles Kennedy. Kennedy. There we go. Thank you. And uh, they picked up Miles Kennedy and put together the band Alter Bridge, and they've been together ever since. Now, Miles Kennedy's got a lot of projects, but Alter Bridge is still around. They got some great, great music. One of my favorite songs is Rise, uh, Rise Today. It's really cool. So if you get a chance, check out some Alter Bridge Saturday night, and that's at Hollywood Casinos. Bear Chase Brewery, I looked online, man. They gave me the dreaded TBD band, so I don't see anything going on up there. I don't know. Yikes. Uh, I don't know whether they're just taking a weekend off. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, vacation week or something. I don't know. Box Office Brewery is busy, though. Uh, on Friday night, they've got River's Edge, some friends of the show. So make sure you make it out. And also on Saturday, another friend of the show, the Crosswinds Band. Uh, we've had those guys on just recently. Guys and girl, I should say, on recently. And so uh, they're definitely a good show to go see. That's going to be on Saturday night. Troubadour Lounge and Park in scenic Berkeley Springs, West Virginia. 
uh, is going to have on Saturday night Raising River Band. I've never heard of them, but that doesn't mean anything because there's lots of bands around here. But I'm sure they're really good. And, of course, Troubadour on, outside on a Saturday night when it's nice, shoot, man, place, good place to go. The Monument is very busy. Um, tonight, as a matter of fact, uh, is Dylan Marlowe, so you can listen to the show on the way down to see him. Tomorrow night is A Dwell of the Uprising featuring DJ Ruby Starr. And then on Saturday is a... This is a metal show, and uh, this is pretty serious here, but they got Seasons, Dixie Filth, and Ashes of Everest, man. What do you think about that one, Chris? I've heard of Dixie Filth. Yeah, right. We've announced them a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I think that's a... You guys heard of them at all? I've heard of them. uh, I've heard of Ashes of Everest. Uh, Yeah. Tyler Lloyd. I know that guy. Is that what it is? Okay, gotcha. I love putting names with bands. That's cool. I appreciate that. So shout out to Tyler Lloyd. There you go. And go see some heavy metal, man. That's going to be a good show. Uh, Piccadilly Public House. Man, busy this weekend as well. Friday night, none other than Daryl Marini, friend of ours. Always go out and support Daryl. And then on um, Saturday night, and I bet it's on the boat too, Chris, is Raised on Analog. I think so. so. They're bringing back the boat shows at Picks. So. Yeah, man. So, and uh, what a great band they are. Uh, friends of the show as well. Been on with us before, so we appreciate that. Bright Box Theater has got a busy weekend. On Friday night, they have two tribute bands. The first one is Strange Souls, and that's a Doors tribute band. And that's followed up by the Janice Project. Now, who do you think Janice might be there, Chris? You think it could be Janice Joplin, right? I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stumped you for a minute, didn't it? Yeah, no, the Janice Project. I was going to say Janice Jackson, but that was a little bit off. Right? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, close. you have to go back a few more years for for <laughs> Janice Joplin. But the, but that would be a lot of fun if they can if they can mirror her and put together her music. I'm sure that's going to be good. On Saturday night is um, what they call Fancy. It's the Queens of Country, and I don't. Do you know anything about that? About Jack by any chance? Yeah, my wife actually sent me the link to that. Oh, really? She was okay. Came out going, and I was like. I, I don't. I have no idea what to expect from right. that. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, kind of yeah. what I thought. But it looks kind of cool. I mean, it does. Yeah. You know, I think it would be fun. So are you, are you going? I'm not going. Oh. Is your wife going to go? I don't think she's going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, everybody else out there. They well, then don't the report shot. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Paladins are busy. The one in Stephen City, Paladin, is busy tonight. They have Robbie Lyman. Uh, and tomorrow night is going to be Brian Nichols. And then on um, Saturday is a new band around the area that's tearing it up, Sozzled. It's sozzled. Yeah, sozzled band. Screwed that up last yeah, week. Yeah, no, that's good. That's all right. It's uh that they're they're really busy and playing a lot of places right now. So uh so definitely go out and check them out. At P two on Friday night is JP Halterman. And on Saturday is Luke Johnson. And Chris, I've had some conversations with Luke, and we're gonna have Luke on the show very soon. Cool. We tried to work something out for this week, but it was short notice for him and I we were sort of back and forth and and so, uh, but we're going to get him on. I know he's pretty excited about that. And of course, we're excited about having him too. I so. used to be neighbors with Luke. Oh, did you really? We would um, be the only two cars on the road, but like the last mile or so, I would sometimes get behind him at like 2 a.m. <laughs> and we're both driving home from gigs. I love it. That's my Luke story. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I mean, I haven't met him face to face, but I mean, we've had a few conversations. Well, and wise. Luke, like cool Luke runs the music pages um, yep. on Facebook for Winchester and Leesburg, I think, right? Do you have any others? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I, he really? I, knew he, I knew he'd run the he ran the live music Winchester page. Yeah. Wow. I knew that was him. Man, we got a lot to talk about with him then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Cool. Backseat Barn Grill this weekend. Friday night, they're going to have Joyride. I think I'm going to try to stop by and catch a little bit of that. Um, that's tomorrow night. And then also a reminder about the show next weekend on the 12th. 
Um, that is uh, our friends of the show, Elizabeth's Furnace. are going to be opening up for none other than Kicks, and that's Kicks Farewell Tour. So if you haven't got tickets to this, folks, it's going to be kind of hard. They, they opened up a few more of the lower-level uh, tickets, but I think they're already gone again. So I don't know, but try your luck. But if you haven't got a ticket, maybe try online, see if you can find somebody that might have to sell theirs or something. But that's going to be a hell of a show. I just talked to Billy today, and he's so excited about that show. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'd love to make sure that I, I, I can't get there. I just can't do it. But I'd really like to be. But I, I know it's going to be great. Uh, the half note uh, at George Washington Hotel on Friday night is Robbie Lyman. So he'll be there. Go check out Robbie if you can't see him tonight. And then we got to run through real quick the Frederick County Fair. Um, got to give a shout out to those folks. Tonight is Caleb Austin. And your guest from last week is Zach Townsend. So yeah. he's there tonight, which is kind of cool. That was a good show, by the way. Did a great job. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Zach's a great dude. Um, great songwriter, too. So, yeah, we were at Frederick County Fair last night. Uh, of course, this episode's airing uh, Thursday night. Um, but, yeah, they, they've had music. They've had a lot of really good music. And, in fact, uh, what I meant to bring up earlier when you talked about Crosswinds is that the Stroh Snyders three, right. um, Jason, right. Kara, and Matt, right. were all three judges for the Frederick County's Got Talent. Oh, cool. Um, so that went on last night, and Whitney and I watched oh, it for nice. a little bit. So that was a whole lot of fun, too. Very cool. And I realized last week, Chris, when I was listening to the show, and I was enjoying you know, hearing Zach talk and that kind of thing, I realized quickly that you don't need me. You can do this show without me. You don't me need easily. me? <laughs> you our, can do it real easy Let's be me. honest. Our guests don't need us. <laughs> that, there you go. That could be it. That might be what it is. Friday County Fair tomorrow night is our friends Ronnie Wolford and Route 50 West. And then on Saturday night, another friend of the show. This is getting fun to say. All these people we've had on is Brian Shepard. Um, so definitely get out to the Frederick County Fair and enjoy what's going on for the community and also support some live music. I'm almost done, folks, I promise. Got to give a shout-out to Polly Coconuts, my friend. Uh, he is with the Mission Road Band. He shouted out to me yesterday that they are going to be playing none other than the Brig at the Navy Yard Beer Garden Friday night, man. Oh, that cool. is cool. How yeah. cool is that gig? Man, I told him immediately, I'm so jealous, but that's got to be a lot of fun. I know they're going to tear it up because they're a great band. So, Paulie and, and all, all the folks of Mission Road, uh, Elliot, Christina, all of you, good luck tomorrow night, man. We, we hope you guys tear it up, and we know you will. So, that's what I've got, except I'm thinking I missed some. Do you have Shag? Yeah, do, yeah, do Shag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our buddy Mark Rogers hit me up on Facebook. Let me know that uh, Shag will be. At the Village Music Concert Series, uh, 7 o'clock Friday night. So make sure you get them there. And then at Vanish in Leesburg at 1 o'clock p.m. on Saturday. Cool, yeah. So they're busy sure. this weekend as well. Go hang out with Mark and Lawrence. And, of course, bring your Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. And then I did have one more pop in my head, too. August 19th, Chris, a very important date at the Bright Box. Um, it's going to be... Uh, another one of the concert series of um, the 100-year yeah. celebration of Hanley. And it's going to be none other than Mojo Mothership, which oh, cool. is a friend of ours, too. And uh, Tim Ferriss has been on, along with the, the Mothership as well. So, man, I'm, I'm actually going to make time to try to go to see that. I really want to see that show, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's on the 19th of this month. And that's all I got except for my question of the show. Oh, good. I forgot a trivia question last week. Did you really? That's why everybody hated the show. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> what do you got? All right. So I do a You guys haven't heard of the show, but I do a question of the show every week. And I try to come up with something that's pretty hard. This one is uh, yeah, this one's pretty tough. I like to figure out people's names, like real names. Like everybody knows Elton John is Reginald Dwight. 
Right. Everybody knows. Everybody that. knows that. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> Kid Rock is is Rob Ritchie. You know that kind of thing. So what the question is tonight is what is Lady Gaga's real name? Do you guys God. know what that might be? Mm, no idea. No. Who's Lady Gaga? <laughs> I have for one hundred. <laughs> I have the Google in front of me, but I have to imagine. I feel like it's an old name, like an older name, yeah, like Penelope, yeah. like Gertrude, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. You're kind of on Esther. On, we can't be mean because Lady Gaga listens to the show, so <laughs> yeah, got to be careful. I'm actually, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not, not ashamed to say I'm a great big fan of her. I have seen her do some incredible stuff. She redid some of the, the music from Sound of Music. Insanely great. Oh, yeah. she's, so she's an incredible great. musician. So sure. great that it, yeah, it was uh, even Julie Andrews come out and gave her, you know, a high five. It was so good. So yeah, yeah, yeah she fits in. That's it. That's all I got. We'll answer. We'll answer the question at the end of the show. Awesome. Thanks, Brian, for uh, getting through that menu. And uh, you guys get out there this weekend. It's going to be a busy weekend. Um, in fact. Dunlap and Mabe are playing this weekend as a trio, I believe I saw, and there's some other things going on with you guys. Um, we'll talk about that at the very end. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll tackle what you guys are doing, make sure everybody gets out to see you guys. But again, welcome to 57 uh, episode. We're glad you guys are here. Um, man, like I said, we've seen you guys all over the menu uh, that we just went through several times. We've been uh, announcing that Dunlap and Mabe, Dunlap and Mabe, we got to get these guys on, we got to get these guys on, and... Uh, luckily, we were able to make the connection. So, again, thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, yeah. Y'all been busy, though, right? What's been keeping you busy in the last month, two months? Oh, what have we done? It all blurs together. Uh, I've been to <laughs> New York and Ohio a lot. Yeah. I see that's um, coming up again, too, right? Coming up again. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're doing a fair out there. We've done a, done a lot of festivals this summer. Um, I don't know, just all over the place. And then we got Florida coming up and... Uh, I'm excited to do that. Um, Wisconsin, that? Wisconsin, Wisconsin's coming up, um, and then Florida again in January. We got a bunch of stuff booked for <clears> next year. So very cool. Um, yeah, just staying busy. Yeah. Wow, that's good. So uh, some of our listeners may not have heard of you guys, uh, may not have um, been to any of your 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 places. Let's start with you guys, uh, where you're at now, working together as a band and of course you guys um may or may not do your own thing every now and then uh but let's start with uh both of you since we're here what kind of music do you guys make um and where did that kind of influence start well uh we play bluegrass strictly yeah. bluegrass uh i mean it's not it's not traditional bluegrass okay yeah we've uh we got done playing a show and uh, a friend of mine came up and i've had a non-bluegrass project for a while and uh, uh i said something about like my bluegrass album and I pointed to our album and he was like, yeah, you call it bluegrass. And I was like, well, what do you call it? <laughs> well, but that's so funny because, um, and of course I've been on, um, this, uh, this kick with Americana music and all these artists that identify as, I'm just going to use that. Sorry. It's political. It sounds political, but they identify as a, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know as a, uh, what did I just say? Americana, Americana, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Americana artist, but, Strictly not bluegrass, but people think that it's bluegrass. Why is that so muddy between Americana and bluegrass? Do you guys even know? Or yeah, it's that's such a loaded question. Yeah, uh, that's why I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing about bluegrass, like if you go back to 1945 when Bill Monroe first assembled the Bluegrass Boys, like that was brand new. 
right. people call it tradition, but it hasn't even been around for a hundred years. So like these people that are saying like that we're not bluegrass because we don't play like Bill Monroe played or Flatten Scruggs played, like that doesn't make any sense to me. Because Bill Monroe wasn't doing anything like what anybody else was doing. Sure, right. And he was innovating on old time music, country music, blues music. And, yeah. and that's that's kind of what that's kind of what we do. We just do it in a more modern way. Right. Yeah, and it slowly progressed and, and just like Earl Scruggs when, when Bela Fleck came along, it was just so radical and you know, all the traditionalists um were kinda they didn't really like it a whole lot, but um yeah, it's just it's based in bluegrass. What we do is is very much based in bluegrass. But I feel like you you get a little bit more of a fan base that way too, right? It's, you, it's a lot easier to market a bluegrass band than than it is like we play bluegrass and mix it with this. Like it's just easier to go like yeah, right. we're a bluegrass band. It's, right. It simplifies it. Gotcha. Where did you guys first cross paths with each other? How long ago was that? <laughs> All right, this is a true story. I hear this every night. <laughs> I like it. Um, Robert doesn't remember this, but um, we were, I was playing at the Horseshoe Curve. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, December of 2012. And okay. uh, it was the first gig with Bud's Collective. Bud's Collective's first gig as a band. And um, I think Robert was doing something with the Barnes of Rose Hill. So he was trying to book my other band at the time. Uh, and uh, he came out, He, I, I, we connected somehow where I told him he, we were going to be at Horseshoe Curve or something. So he came out there. Well, I was just himself. out there because I, I could always get beer out of the pool well, yeah. with myself. Yeah, you just walk up and That's get That's a good-thinking man right there. I like it, Robert. <laughs> um, but he came in, and uh, I remember standing there with my mandolin. Like, I was right by the door, and he came walking in. And uh, I was standing right there, and he's like, oh. He's like, hey, man, I'm Robert. I mean, uh, my band's really successful. And that was my first interaction with Robert. <laughs> nice. I do not. That doesn't even sound like me. <laughs> But I try. Cool. I probably tried to convey that because I, at the time I was trying to book a lot of bands at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So. And you guys just shared contacts and stayed in touch after that, then, right? Well, yeah. And then, um, then I did an album, and and I really wanted Jack to play mandolin on it. Oh, cool. And, okay. Um, yeah. And so I did that, and um, well, that's a funny story. <laughs> um, so I had Clay Jones play guitar on this record, and and Jack was. He, when he was a kid, which was like five years earlier, <laughs> uh, he he had um, written Clay a letter and told him like he was his hero and all this, and and then um, I just felt so cool like having both of them meet at the studio. <laughs> yeah, this is first session with with Clay Jones, and just to be a part of that, that was awesome. Very cool. And so, did you become regular? contributors each other from that point on or did it take a while to sort of yeah we were we were hiring each other all the time gotcha for different stuff and and then and then covid hit and uh it's like man we we should just join forces gotcha gotcha so so that's kind of how it came about cool that's good i don't think a lot of people realize um when you see multiple people in multiple bands and we know with elizabeth's furnace um, that you kind of have to hire some people out sometimes to fill in and, and fill in gaps. Is that kind of where you guys used each other at first? Or I was always going to Jack. Yeah, oh, okay. Because he was, he was good and he was reliable and all the everything, you know, all the all the boxes checked. 
So yeah, I always admired Jack's playing. And well, Rob, cool. yeah. Rob, you keep giving uh, Jack a hard time about being a young guy. Yeah. I, I sense this, <laughs> and he keeps giving you a hard time about being an old guy. Yeah, the old guy sells so much easier than trying to criticize him for being a young guy. So. But the reason I bring that up um, is, you know, if you start looking at some of the uh, the stuff in your bio on the website, uh, DunlapandMabe.com, by the way, um, Jack, it's apparent that you play not just one instrument and you're all over the boards buddy i mean um and for a quote unquote young guy i think that you're very well versed in lots of different instruments where did that come from where did it start uh i didn't have very many friends in high school oh. no see we, we graduated from the same high school the same year and he didn't even know it so yeah i kind of proves <laughs> jack that just, jack just threw some shade at me I, I caught it. no i just uh i started playing uh i started playing mandolin when i was 12 and nice. uh, my first festival was this. Um, well, my first festival was actually Watermelon Park Fest in Berryville. We're familiar. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, but my that was when I started playing. And so six months later, I was six months into playing. I went to another festival in Hampton, Virginia, called Cabin Fever, and it was like this huge pick and party in this hotel. And like I went down there with my brother Buddy, and we just like. I just went around from jam to jam. Like it was an experience. Like I think the last the last night, my brother found me in a stairwell at like two thirty in the morning. <laughs> I was cool. like twelve years old. Um, <laughs> oh, you weren't passed out. I wasn't passed. You're out. You're awake. No, 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 no. I good. was awake. That's yeah. good. Um, now I'd probably be passed out. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, it was. It was after that weekend. Um, and I, I remember my friend Cody's dad was like, "Well." time to go back to the real world and i was like i'm never going back to the real world and that's how i ended up here today you found it and <laughs> fell in love with yeah it. yeah very cool rob how'd you come uh, about playing an instrument Did you start on banjo yeah yeah um i grew up in north carolina okay. and um so there was just tons of banjo players and tons of bluegrass music and um so just one day my folks asked me if i wanted to learn banjo and i was like yeah <laughs> so that was your first instrument is that right it was my first instrument wow yeah. and it ruined impressive. it ruined every other one that i tried after oh, that wow. i just i don't know i just i loved it more than anything else and um still do but uh yeah and then just you know found found all the the musicians like in high school um i don't know if you ever heard of rex mcgee but he's a he's a pretty pretty well-known banjo player but um just like tons and tons of people to to play with and tons of jams going on and um and right right there next to Galax, Virginia, which we went to every year. Um but yeah, just like I said, just kinda fell into it and, and just really, really enjoyed it. And, and that's so interesting yeah. though that you, you say that everybody played banjo. Because yeah. like around here, Jack, you can vouch for this. Nobody plays banjo and if you play banjo, you're somebody like Jacob Bly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about Jacob uh, hey Jake, if you're listening, uh, but uh, yeah, we just you don't see that very often around the Winchester area. You don't see somebody playing fiddle, but um, so where you grew up, it was it was very common. Was it a family thing well, for you guys? Um, not so much. Like my parents didn't really play, but both of my grandparents, um, both of my granddads, they were they were kind of into it a little bit and took me to jams and stuff when I was little. But yeah, like. Distant family for sure, because I I remember we'd go to family that I didn't even know. My granddad would just take me, and they'd all be playing instruments. Right. Yeah. 
not taking anything away from mandolin players or guitar players or anything like that. But Robert, in my lifetime growing up, and I didn't grow up with a background of bluegrass like you guys did, but I did in country. I've always been around crowds where it feel like that the, the banjo is a revered sort of instrument because it's it's difficult to play, I'm told. Like, I'm oh. told that it's one of the hardest instruments to sort of learn I don't how to know. play. I mean, if you start off on it, it's not hard. That's you, what I was getting to, at. Since yeah. you started on that, you know, gosh, everything else must seem easier, does it? No, everything's harder. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> now, I mean, like, holding a flat pick, like, it just wears me out. Right. Yeah. It's just uh, those muscles aren't developed. Right. You know, like, like the fingers. And, gotcha. Yeah, so that's harder for me. Are there, are there different... You're talking to a novice here. I know nothing. Do you, is there lots of different types of banjos or four strings, five well, strings, yeah, you got things tenor like that? And, yeah, I mean, there's not much variation, four and five strings. Is that really... Yeah. It, yeah. That's yeah. just the biggest difference then. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, but tenors are usually played with a flat pick. You know, okay. like you hear the Irish guys doing. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. That's all done with it, and that's amazing. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. How they can do that. Funny enough, I was just listening to. It got lost in the YouTube chasm and ended up in Irish music today. It was weird mm -hmm. that you said that, but I mean, much much like the banjo, the mandolin's the same way. I mean, you have different types of mandolins, different sizes of mandolins, and it is a difficult instrument. Um, and it's, I it fits really well with bluegrass. Well, yeah. What, uh, I mean. Bluegrass is based around the mandolin of the banjo. Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, Monroe was a mandolin player. Right, um, right. But, I mean, you can make arguments that it wasn't bluegrass until Earl Scruggs came in and, and had that that style that nobody had ever heard before sure. and created this style of music. Um, but, yeah, mandolin, uh, I, I compare everything to, like, between mandolin and guitar because those are my two, my two things. But uh, mandolin compared to guitar technically is so much harder. Yeah, because okay. you're you're working twice as hard. Uh, you have two strings every time you got to play just right. Where guitar, you don't have to be as precise, and that's yeah. why guitar is so much easier for me to play. <laughs> You've mentioned Bill Monroe a few times, which is wonderful that you're doing that because you obviously know the roots. Do you have heroes that that play this, that particular? Is he one of them? How's that? Uh, Monroe, I wouldn't say he's one of my heroes. Uh, I definitely was into Monroe like very early on in my playing because uh, I didn't really know. Like, who to listen to? I knew sure. that Bill Monroe was one of the guys. Right. And so I got some Bill Monroe albums, and I listened to those pretty early on. And then um, from there, I got into some more modern modern players like Adam Steffi, Chris Thiele. Uh, Sierra Hole eventually came around a couple of years later. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I would say those guys were the ones that I really... Gotcha. As far as mandolin goes, like, that I really took influence from. Gotcha. Same question for you, Robert. Did you have big influences on the banjo? Um. Yeah, definitely Earl Scruggs. I okay. mean, like everybody um, loves Earl Scruggs. I mean, just the tone and 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 everything he did it was great. The timing, but I also grew up when um, Newgrass Revival was popular, so that was like for a, a bluegrass guy, a banjo guy, it was like the rock and roll band, you know. And um, I just loved it. I loved them. I loved Sammy from Lonesome River Band. You know, oh, traditional yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah, just uh, all kinds of influences. Gotcha. But, yeah. But definitely, Bela was an influence, just you know, because of timing and and my age and just what I was into at the time. And sure. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Well, and um, Jack, to, like, while we're dropping names, I'm a big Ricky Skaggs fan, uh, and that might be one of the more modern uh, twists on it. But even more modern than that, 
that I just ran into again today, it's funny, is uh, Sarah Hall, mm-hmm. yeah. who is an extremely good mandolin player. Oh, she's um, always been good. I remember uh, I met her when she was 16, really? right when her second album came out. And uh, and uh, I was playing with her and one of my other heroes, Adam Steffi, at a festival. And yeah, she was, I was, this was the first time I'd ever seen her or like heard her play. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. she sounds just like Adam Steffi. Yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta know that. I mean, y'all who play these string instruments that are that are technical like this, and I would consider banjo and uh, mandolin extremely skilled s- string instruments. Y- y'all practice all the time. Do you find you, you have it in your hands all the time, or have you gotten to the point where try to? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I try to do it as much as I as much as I can. Uh, I mean, like I always have I always have my mandolin or my guitar, but like if I'm teaching all day or if I'm playing like. It's not really practice. It's not really the same. So I don't, I don't really have a lot of opportunities to practice. You right. probably remember those days though when you were young and oh yeah, you'd sit for like hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely coming not home from now. I would, I would take it to school and practice at yeah. school, and then I'd come home from school and I'd practice there and, and being out at two two in the morning in a stairwell playing music. That's right. right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what works, right? <laughs> so tell me about going on the road, guys. I mean, um, it's impressive when I looked in your bio earlier and looked at your schedule. You guys, as you mentioned earlier, travel quite a bit and pretty extensively. Um, you know, how did you have a family and uh, Robert, I guess you made two, I don't know, but how does all that work? I mean, how do you put all that out there and go play and keep it all together? How's it work? Well, FaceTime's a big help. There you go. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we don't, we don't spend a whole lot of time like really on the road. I mean, we travel a lot, Yeah. but it'll be like three days at a time, maybe four days. Yeah. The longest that we've been gone in the recent years, it was probably six days when we went to Utah last year. Yeah, and we did that in six days. Yeah. Wow. But um, we'll, we'll usually drive out because there's, I don't know, it seems like there's no gigs until you get to Colorado <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. So if you just drive 24 hours, you're in Colorado. and then No big you, deal. You just kinda, drive 24 hours. Yeah. Basically, yeah. We, well, we left last year. We played this anniversary party in Woodstock. Yeah, and uh, on a Tuesday night, and drove to Colorado. We drove to Colorado. Yeah. We left. We left Woodstock at like nine o'clock, and we got to our hotel at like eleven o'clock the next <laughs> night. And, wow! <laughs> yeah, really? just, we just drove straight out there. We each took shifts, and, and well, just then you get out there. there, and then we had like a couple. I don't know. I don't remember some a couple things in Colorado, and then Utah, and it's all kind of you know bunched up there together. Yeah. So I don't know. That seems to work out better and streamline the tour a little bit. So, so do you pick an area and you guys put those gigs together and then go do them or how does that oh, we'll get, we'll get, um, well, what we call an anchor gig. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll get like a festival or a private thing or whatever. And, um, we'll build around that. So that's kind of our, wow. Yeah. Wow. And you guys do all your bookings, publication stuff like that yourselves or you have somebody uh yeah everything's basically done in-house for us That's uh, awesome. we work with uh we work with a lady named valerie smith and uh bell buckle uh label and it's kind of like a branding label uh she just helps us build our brand basically like she helps gotcha. us build our site um and she helps us push our singles to like radio and stuff and just you know with stuff that I'm not very good at. Robert's not very good at. And or just don't have time for. Yeah, don't have time right. for. So right. 
Well, driving 24 or 26 hours is a pretty crazy story. But, <laughs> but I always ask this question to these folks that are traveling. What's a, what's a wild story you got? Have you had anything crazy out there oh, that's like, oh, my gosh. What are we allowed to talk about? Anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just about anything. We can put the little E next to the episode. <laughs> explicit if we have to. Can we block it from certain people that can't hear that we told this story? <laughs> what's, what's, what are you thinking? Oh, I think you know what I'm thinking. Um, you can just leave names out of it. Maybe would that work? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they would know. Why don't you start the story? Because I still don't know. What it's when we were in Wisconsin in 2019 at Troy's house. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good one. So, <laughs> so yeah, we were out and we played this bar and was that like. That wasn't the last night. Of the no, tour. we, that was we the acted second like night. it was the last night. It was the, the second night of the tour, and it, it was just one of those nights where the beer was going down really good. And, <laughs> gotcha. And um, so X was drinking a lot. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> and so this this guy I went to high school with, I hadn't seen him in twenty years, and he was gracious enough to have us at his house and his family and. So this guy gets up in the middle of the night, and uh, was it the kids that caught him? Uh, I think the wife caught him. And the wife caught him, and he's on the stairs, and he's just like peeing all (laughs) over the steps. Carpeted steps. Yeah, carpeted steps. And then they got that situated, and then later he just went and crawled in bed with them. And he snuggled up to my buddy from high school. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, they were they were really understanding about it. <laughs> a good drunken yeah. night. I love I, it. I was the first one up. I was I was the only one that wasn't out drinking, and uh, I was the first one up. And the the wife was there, and she was like, "Oh, your buddy peed on my stairs last night, and then went and spooned my husband." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Yeah, she she like showed me she had a picture on her phone of him oh, and wow. the guy in bed. Oh, wow, that's hilarious. That's <laughs> what we call blackmail. That's gonna say, man. Grab that picture for sure. The, this, this same one, he got he got food poisoning in Texas. <laughs> and I kept having to go out to the van and wake him up to come and play fiddle. Like he would just leave the stage and I was like, the whole reason they hired us was because they wanted a fiddle player. <laughs> and I just kept hounding him and kept getting him back out on stage. Oh but the bass player got sick as well, and we stopped at a rest stop and all went inside. And then we came back, and the fire extinguisher went off in the van. <laughs> oh, no. And he was too sick to even move. And, like, he and everything in the van was covered in that powder. <laughs> You know what I'm talking. Yeah, so stuff like that happens yeah, all over. Yeah, not, nothing stories. too crazy. Wow. We might have to bleep out his instrument, or else people will know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I've already pulled up the list. I know her name. <laughs> I won't drop it though. Well, um, so you guys got a lot going on. Um, like I said, there's probably enough material here between the two of you to freaking talk for several hours, several episodes, and we hope we do have you back for another episode. Um, but I want to talk about what you guys are doing now as far as uh, songwriting, as far as originals. What do you guys got going on recording-wise? Um, anything lined up for the future? 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, yeah. We've always got something in the vault ready to go. Uh, Good. We are we're currently working on releasing our second album right now. That will be out. Um, uh, that'll be out everywhere September 10th. Okay. And uh, we are recording our third album right now. Uh, we're getting ready to go back in the studio to cut a couple more tracks on that. Um, kind of still writing for that. Uh, just trying to figure out. I mean, I think we've got a good, solid direction on this one. It's just putting the right material together to, you know, get the album to flow. Right, right. Um, we try to record pretty much all original stuff. Yeah. I mean, we'll throw a cover out sometimes, but yeah. So, but, like, so when you go out to a gig, it's all, it's all original stuff. Basically, I mean, different? it depends on the gig. Unless it's some crowd that wants, you know, yeah. they want to hear some good covers. Yeah, yeah, we'll throw in some, like, 90s country. Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do Backstreet Boys. I've definitely, I've definitely Have tried faith. it. Have faith. <laughs> um, no, if I, if, I can, uh, if I can figure out a way to do it, then I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> so, songwriting intrigues me because... You know, I'm a, I have a rock background, so that's the only thing I dwell on. Um, you know, songwriting comes from a good guitar riff, or maybe it might be a good groove that the rhythm section finds. You know, whatever. How does it work in in bluegrass? Is it such a similar thing? A riff, I don't think a groove, it's a bluegrass whatever. thing. It's just for me anyway. It's it's just an idea. It can come from anything. Is that right? Yeah. I'll get a line in my head, or I've even had little instrumental parts where I've turned into a vocal tune gotcha so it's, okay. it's, it's all over the place for me yeah just an idea yeah. okay gotcha yeah, yeah like for me sometimes it'll be a groove or a riff um i try to base so some of my favorite stuff to do is like you know taking taking like old rock songs and putting them to bluegrass okay cool, not necessarily yeah. in a like a like how you would think of a bluegrass rhythm right but like more with more of like a rock or bluesy rhythm um, so I love like trying to write stuff like that. Cool. Um, so my that's some of my favorite stuff to play and jam on. So I I, I, I do kind of do the same thing. Like I'll have I'll come up with a rhythm or a riff that I really like, and then I can like try to I'll find like a hook that kind of works with that, and I I go from there. Gotcha. Okay. Um, or sometimes like I'm writing more of a bluegrass song, so that comes from an idea, like a hook um, or a line that I think sounds really cool. So I'll like write that down and uh, right. Um, I'll. My songwriting kind of goes in like spurts. Like I have to, like right now I'm kind of in a, in a dry spell. I haven't written anything in a while, but like I've got all these. He writes like five songs a day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll like, yeah, I'll, I'll write down like, I'll get like an idea of something. Right. I'll write it down or like I'll be, you know, just playing something in the middle of the night and um, I'll record it and like I'll come back to it later. Like when I get back into the, into that groove of writing. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just whatever, whatever I can make work, I'll make it work. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, you said something about uh, a hook and you don't hear many other genres talking about a hook. There's, um, bluegrass has some sick hooks and I think that it, it kind of hangs. Well, no pun intended. It hangs some of a lot of songs hang on that hook. Yeah. Um, and they're phenomenal. Do you ever feel like you run out of them though? I feel like there's a lot of bluegrass hooks that sound, you know, everybody knows yeah. G-Lick. How many G-Licks can you make? Well, are you, you're talking about, you're talking about, I'm talking about like a, a lyric. A songwriting yeah, hook. Yeah, yeah, a okay. lyric hook. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of bluegrass licks that I definitely use over yeah. and over again. It depends on the song, but yeah. But now I'm talking about like, like the Blues Traveler song, Hook, what he's singing about in that. Yeah, like, I base all my songwriting on that song. It's a great song, <laughs> by the it. way. It's, a it's an amazing song. song. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up. <laughs> so you guys have your instruments here, um, and we want to hear them. But uh, what, what do you guys have uh, hooked up for us? Is it something new, something old, everything? I mean, y'all can sing as many as you know. want. we got plenty of time. Do it on the spot here. Yeah. What, what are we doing? Let's see something off the new album. I don't think Rob even tuned. This is going to be great. (laughs) It'll be just like our regular (laughs) shows. All right, everybody. It's Dunlap and Maeve. Yeah. Well, what are we going to (laughs) do? I don't know. We can introduce you again. We can do it again. Yeah, that's right. Let's do do running. All right. Here we go. One, two, three. See the lightning up ahead I guess it's human nature Some things you can't outgrow There's a better way to live This running's all I know This running's all I know She treated me so fair It's not I held her close But she was unaware Another was calling One don't make it tame So I let the knob behind me To play this foolish game Cause in the end it's all the same Push your knife right through my soul It ain't never had a thing Burned out of control If you want to smooth things over Don't think I'll be around Like a diarrhea a hurricane I'm out of this town I'm out of this town I can hear the thunder roll, see the lightning up ahead. I guess it's in the nature, some things you can't outgrow. There's a better way to live. This running's all I know. This running's all I know. This running's all I know.
happened? Maybe everybody. How cool is that, Chris? Hell yeah, man. Man, I'm grinning from ear to ear. That was awesome, man. I love it. That's pretty good for not warming up or nothing. Uh, wow. <laughs> Damn. Dang. So where'd that come from? That's one of mine. Um, okay. I started writing that. That's one of the ones like I've written some stuff for and kind of put it away for a really long time. Um, but I was uh, I was driving home one day and uh, I waited till I was like supposed to go grocery shopping and I just waited till the whole day to do it and I was coming home I could just see these storm clouds coming in and I was like uh oh yeah at home before I get I got caught in the rain but uh <laughs> yeah it, it's spoiler so, alert so yeah that, that song wet. came from my procrastination and yeah. uh um it kind of um it's kind of it's based on that and it's kind of based on how like I, I just work all the time and don't yeah. take any breaks that's yeah yeah I realized recently um I grew up Catholic and uh, if you're Catholic, you know about Catholic guilt. And uh, I realized recently that most of my songs are based on, well, I write, I write about how I'm a bad person. And <laughs> I realized recently that's from the Catholic guilt. And so, yeah, that's, I guess yeah. that's where that song came from with 90% of my other songs. Man, I just love the traditional sound of that song, too. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I, forget, I forget how I kind of came up. I know, I know I wrote the melody on mandolin for that. And I remember I was sitting in my bed one night doing that messing around. I was trying to write some new stuff. I was in I was in one of those one of those times where I was I was writing some stuff and um I wrote several several songs, you know, in that in that period that, that we're doing now. Um but I was gonna put that on a solo record that I was gonna put out in twenty twenty one that was gonna have Robert on it. Right. And uh our fiddle player and a different bass player um that doesn't play with us. Um but yeah I just I, I've gotten really back into playing bluegrass guitar so I wanted to do something with that. And um, that eventually turned into Dunlap and Mabe and uh, the album that we put out last year. Oh, yeah. And that, that song just didn't make it on that first album, but that's on, the, that's on our new record Good. coming out. Right, yeah. As it should be. And uh, I, I see from both of you. Now, Rob, do you teach lessons too, or is that just a Jack thing? Yeah, I teach as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it makes sense. Y'all's technique is great. I, oh, I, I, I don't know the ins and outs of all the technique, but I can tell y'all know what you're doing around your instruments. What else you got? Yeah. You got another one in there? Don't let that guitar cool off too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you setting that thing down for? <laughs> I love it, That's man. That's why. So, Rob, you write too? I do. Not nearly at the speed that Jack does. <laughs> speed, I would assume, calendar-wise, not tempo-wise. Right? Oh, yeah, right. There you go. Well, <laughs> oh, either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one of your tunes. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Let's do... Let's do Stumbling. Okay. All right. I like that. I've done that a few times myself. <laughs> it's a, it's an instrumental. A few more PBRs. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> so I had like the whole um, the whole melody for this. Like it's a, it's a two-part thing. And um, so I just gave it to Jack and, and he put a great arrangement to it. And so that's what we got, and that was on the last album, right? Yeah, this is the title <laughs> code of the last album. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, done laughing, baby, everybody. Here we go. One, two.
stumbling everybody check that out chris i can't stop smiling dude i yeah. can't do it you are so damn good <laughs> my gosh what the hell that was amazing fellas oh, so wow it so got the name because um well it's in nine yeah so um yeah jack would just push it on me live <laughs> and and i would just had the hardest time like playing that song for probably 10 shows before i got it right and it's my own tune <laughs> So, all, all you have to say is it's N9, and it's like, what What the heck? Oh, my God. Yeah, why, why'd you do that? Why, why'd you do nine? Is that a common? It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> uh, it's just a melody. Playing anything it's in nine is tough. Oh, my gosh. We, we started doing that one um, during, it was, that was 2021. We were, That's when we were doing the instrumental shows. Yeah, so yeah. we were playing out at this venue called the Purple Fiddle in Thomas, West Virginia. Yeah, I know exactly um, where it is. I've been there, yeah. Yeah, the, wait. See, they um they ha- they were having us out there a lot. Obviously, we weren't really working a ton. It was the winter into spring, and uh, the the governor at the time uh, wouldn't let you sing in venues in West in West Virginia. So yeah, I remember they could only book stuff. all instrumental acts. Damn you, Jim. And Justice. we were yeah, we were one of the few that that they could call on. <laughs> I could do like a three hour instrumental show. So wow, um, we like we we actually came up. I think it was a pretty cool show actually. No, it was a great, with, yeah. it was a great show. Um, but that's that's one that he. He had just written that one, so we just started throwing that one yeah. in there. He, we've got like these Irish medleys that we do, and uh, we threw that at the end of one it of them. It sounded so similar, and I just wanted to play in four. <laughs> I just remember that show in particular, just looking at Jack like a deer in the headlights. So I just could not count it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and we, we messed around with that one for, for a while before uh, we finally got a solid arrangement Dang. for it. Well, it came I just out remember great. Like, one day I was like, wait. This is a nine, but why don't we play it in four? And that's where, <laughs> that's where it kind of came from. Uh, I think it worked out pretty good. We we kicked wow. off a lot of our shows with that tune. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, uh, you talk about playing without warming up. That's a hard song to play with. Well, I guarantee you. Yeah. yeah. I got to play that song through at least 10 times before I play it for real. And this is one of the times, Chris, I wish we had video. I truly did. Uh, I yeah. just wanted people to be able to see that. Well, and you can hear it. Um, but still, I mean, some of those melodies that you guys get together does it come so rob did you write the melody and then you jack you copied it or did you guys is it something where you wrote like a melody together no i wrote the melody i just okay. had no arrangements like hey here's an a part and a b part and, okay um, and is it ever on paper or is it just like this is what, actually, this is what i'm doing i actually yeah. did write i did write the a part out for me i mean sometimes you're yeah. we working it up but yeah sometimes you gotta you gotta write out some changes and stuff i, I think i yeah. still have because when you he showed me the melody um we we did a bunch of um, we did a bunch of gigs for the for Old Town Winchester uh, and like from 2020 to last year mm-hmm. they stopped doing them. Um, they're just hiring us to come out and play on the Old Town Mall and uh, yeah. Uh, it turned into for us a lot of like working on new songs and just practice. Yeah. So we would practice like three days a week on the <laughs> Old Town Mall. Um, and uh, yeah, I still have a recording of like him playing that melody slow. Yeah, well, we usually just record it on the phone. Yeah. And wow. okay. Say like, hey, I don't, I, I need to take this home with me. And yeah, yeah, that's kind of how that works. Yeah. So, do I have this right, guys? You know, I, I, I tried to study up on you as much as I could, but you guys have 
been on some pretty big stages with this act. Is that correct? You've been to the Kennedy Center? Not with this yeah, act. Not with this act, but you've been are, yeah. Most of those are separate. Of yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Carnegie Hall, places like that. Carnegie right? Hall, that was him. This looks good on the resume. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, it's very impressive. I mean, <laughs> that had great to be a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be a great experience, right? That's it. Uh, well, I tell everybody it's, um, and it was all acoustic. It's a big room, and it wasn't like the main room, but okay, it, gotcha. it was one of the other ones. But still, um, it was all acoustic, and it was just the best sounding room I've ever I bet. been. In. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, it really was. Wow, that's impressive. My goodness. So, what's in store? What What do you guys do? You know, Chris had mentioned it early in the show. What's it look like going forward? I know you're going to be in Ohio at the end of the month, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just a couple of weeks, we'll be in Ohio. Uh, let's see. Let's pull up the old schedule. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow, uh, August 4th, we're going to be at Bromas. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or we're going to be there about uh, once a month through the rest of the year. Very good. Oh, cool. Uh, good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's um, the trio gig, right? Yeah, that's the trio. Yep. Okay. Now, is that upstairs or downstairs? That's downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he Very started cool. doing music in there about a year ago. About last October, he started gotcha. doing music in there. And um, yeah, we, we love playing out there. I mean, it's five minutes from where we live and... Yeah. And that place is packed on the weekend. It is, yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out to Ben yes, and Caleb. Is. They have a good food. Yeah, they, they got a good thing going there. Yeah, they do. Um, let's see. Saturday, we're going to be at a place called... We're going to play in a venue called The Chicken Shack. The Chicken Shack. Yeah. Nice. They we're, told us we're not allowed to promote that, though. Not yeah, Jimmy's. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> is it Jimmy's Chicken Shack? Why don't you, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? Dunsville, Virginia. Dunsville, Virginia. Yeah. Why can't even, you promote it? Is it that small? He it's, said he had... A crowd that he wanted, and it's oh. kind of a private slash public event. Gotcha. And then later he I'll said we could invite some people <laughs> if we wanted. And I don't know. <laughs> you just got to show up and make yeah. some noise, right? That's yeah. that's what we do. They have PA. I love that. Yeah. That's really nice, yeah. right? Yeah. God, I hate packing out PA. Yeah, I know, man. We've done a lot of it over the years. Um, August twelfth, we've got the church concert in Springfield. Yeah, you, you've got more info on that. I know nothing about that. Um, it's it's six to eight, I think, and I don't even what's what's the church? I, I don't know. It just says it's church the, concert. It's the one we've done before. <laughs> cool. Well, follow I'll, us on social media. Yeah, we'll know. That's what I was going to say. How do the people reach out to get a hold of you? because so yeah. people are going to want you to come play. Now I'm sure that. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, our Facebook, Instagram, we're on that, uh, com. That's where most of our inquiries come from. Uh, just, you can just go on there and reach out to us from there. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, and any of those places are, this is the best place to find out where we're going to be. Uh, I know the website, the website doesn't stay updated as, as much as we'd like it to, but, um, it's pretty, it's pretty good for the next Yeah, few yeah it's, it's pretty, yeah. yeah. Every once in a while we get to sit down and do it, but, um. Uh, our Facebook and Instagram stays pretty up to date as far as like where we're going to be from month to month and then week to week. We we try to keep it updated as much as we can. Cool. Okay. Well, guys, we thank you for coming out. There is so much, like I said before, there's so much more that we could talk about with your individual histories. With uh, so we you got to come back. Yeah. Whether whether it's together by ourselves, bring some other band members. We got to have you back. Yeah, let's do it for um, sure. I'd love to. But man, I gotta I, I gotta do it. Uh, there's a I, I gotta poke the show pony. Can you guys do another song? Yeah, absolutely. Love you know it. what? I would love it. I need. We need one more to close out the episode. <laughs> but and, but uh, well, I want to ask a question too, real quick though. Your families. Anybody you want to give a shout out to? Like your wife, your kids, anybody like that? I mean, they're not gonna listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure they will now that you've been on it. 
Let's see. We I have, have mil- teenage we- daughters. They don't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> we have millions of viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll say hi to my wife, Wendy. There you go. My son, JJ. My daughter, Gabby. There you go. Cool. Rob's good. good. <laughs> He's got teenage daughters. I understand completely. I'll say hey to Alex and Mason. Yeah. There you go. What's up, boys? We'll see you in a few. What do you want to do? I don't know. What should we do? What do you guys want to hear? You want to hear? I want to hear you guys. What, what kind That's of what, stuff, what, what kind of song you want to hear? What should we close with? I, you haven't disappointed yet. I don't know. Yeah. Chris, you got anything? I like the traditional bluegrass feel. Yeah. You cover if you want, but I like your originals. They're sounding, yeah. they're sounding hot, man. All right. What's a hot original? Hot original. They all are. Speaking of hot, I saw your photo shoots online. They're pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys do some pretty fun photo shoots. That's cool, yeah. Shout out to Chris. Oh, yeah. Chris uh, Chris Upperman does all of our photos. Yeah. Chris, he does a an amazing job. job. Nice. Yeah. yeah, they look good. So let's, let's do out of here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is sort of an original. My my brother wrote this, and uh, we put this on the. This is on the new record. Um, this one closes out the record. So here's one cool. called "Out of Here." Shed one tear. That's how I knew you were right here. Out here, can't help but wonder where you're going. Out here, and I'm dead without knowing how long you'll be gone. And I Someone new while I'm sitting here at home. Oh, but when you get back, then maybe you should fear. I'll meet you at the door. You're out of here. Out here, can't help but wonder where you're going. Out here, and I'm there without knowing.
out of here. Robert Babe, everybody. Wow, man. I got to pick my jaw back up off the table. That's just amazing. Thank you so much. I'm Thanks glad that I made you guys do that. <laughs> I made my night. <laughs> man, I'm all, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew, Chris. I'm telling you. <laughs> I love it. Well, oh, my gosh. You guys have been fantastic guests. Thank you so much again. Uh, we do hope you come back for a part two. Uh, y'all are some talented musicians. If you guys have not been out to a Dunlap and Mabe show... They're everywhere. You gotta go. You gotta go follow them on social media. Go check out their website. Um, make it out to one of their gigs, and you won't be disappointed. Uh, Jack promises that he will play some Backstreet Boys for you. <laughs> we'll have that worked up for next time. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You guys, did we miss anything? I uh, just uh, like like I said, check us out online, Facebook, uh, Dunlap and Mabe uh, We're all over the place, uh, especially yeah. as fall comes up and winter. We'll be a lot more local then. So. Yep. Man. Uh, September 10th, new album comes out. Uh, it's Horses and Horsepower. You can pre-order it now. Get the album right now on the website. Um, and we're having a CD release party up at uh, Bluegrass in the Barn in Wardensville, West cool. Virginia. Oh, on cool. September yeah, I've 10th, heard about that. Yeah. My 30th birthday. So come All right. on out. Nice. Nice. Be a good way to say happy birthday to you. You can yeah. watch you play, right? <laughs> yeah, How about that's right. That? Guys, I cannot say enough thank yous for being here. I mean, I'm just blown away by your talent. You guys came to our rescue on short notice. We appreciate that as well. And, and like Chris says, please come back. We're going to have you guys back again. Yeah. I'd love to. Just let yeah, us know. Man. Please yeah, do. Man. Sure. All right, Chris. We're winding this thing up, though. I, I'm sure you're hanging on the edge of your seat about my trivia question. Right? And I didn't even look it up the whole episode I wanted to. I thought about it a couple of different times. Yeah. What is Lady Gaga's real name? The... The talented Lady Gaga, her real given name, and I hope I don't mess this up, but is uh, it is Stefani Germanata. How about that? Like, it's actually four words long, but I only took the first two. Stef- Stefani Germanata. That's her name. As in like Gwen? It could be like Gwen Stefani, right? But yeah, but they're, they're definitely Germanata. related. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I like Lady Gaga. It's easy to say, and she's really talented, too. So I Heck like her yeah. very much. So there you go, folks. Anyway, we appreciate you coming out and joining us on another show. We... Uh, we are looking forward to another month of great shows coming up. Just please check out our Facebook page to make sure you find all the guests that we have lined up. Chris has been working real hard on that. And uh, Chris, what did I miss, pal? We're good. We thank you guys for all your support, as always. Um, follow us on Spotify. That's where we can see you the most. Uh, but wherever you listen to us, we're glad that you're hearing us. Um, we're available everywhere, so share us to your friends. Yeah, go out and see some live music. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. I forgot I need to give one more shout-out. I did last week. Again, the Battlefields yes. and Bourbon podcast yes. here in Winchester. Uh, you guys got to listen to them. Um, Jack and Elijah. Jack and Elijah. Yeah. They talk about bourbon, of course, and then all the local battles um, here in the area. Uh, maybe not in the area, but uh, have to do with the Civil War. It is fantastically informational it is yeah uh and these guys do a great job with it so make sure another local podcast to winchester hit up yeah. battlefields and bourbon anywhere you can get your podcast yeah i listened to episode two guys and it was really good i enjoyed it so i hope folks thanks for remembering that chris i wouldn't have remembered yeah. so thank you folks once again we appreciate you joining us remember if you're out there on the roads stay out of the left lane if you're not passing somebody okay you're driving me nuts stop doing it <laughs> in the meantime don't forget to join us on the next episode and until then peace